This has to be one of the most weirdest games I've seen in a Champions League knockout game. What's going on guys, your boy Chris here from Edgedison FC, the go-to destination from everything related to Los Blancos. And thank you for joining me in today's discussion. We're going to be talking about the game that was Real Madrid versus Liverpool. It was a 1-0 game and this was basically a Corazon Classic match. For the people that don't know what that means, that means the games uh, that the legends play, the Real Madrid uh, retired players play, who players who've made history. And they come and play, you know, games for like to raise money for, you know, for causes like cancer, stuff like that. So this was pretty much, it felt like a charity match and a summer friendly that, you know, that we play in the U.S. like for the, uh, I don't know what they call it here, the inter-championship, whatever tournament that they play here in the U.S. So yeah, guys, weird, weird, weird ass game, to be honest. Um... It was 1-0, uh, the, uh, the score does not reflect uh, what the game was. I think the game, as weird as this sounds, it could have been like 10-3. Like that's super weird, but it really, uh, it was like a 10-3 game. Um, Real Madrid, you know, they took this game very seriously. Ancelotti, uh, uh, from, from, the, you know, from the starting lineup, uh, from the press conference that he was giving uh, pre-match, he definitely alluded that it was going to be a very serious game for Real Madrid. We weren't going to be too too confident with the 3-0 lead because it is Liverpool. And historically, Liverpool has uh, done a comeback in a Champions League final against Ancelotti when he was uh, coaching AC Milan. So, uh, you know, very curious to see what was the, the pre-match uh, locker room talk from Jurgen Klopp and the, and the halftime because this was a game without tension. There was no tension. I mean, it was... Uh, it was a, a, you know, a round of 16th knockout game and like there was absolutely no tension and it was a 3-0 lead. Like it's not like it was a 5-0 or like 7-0 lead, you know, coming into the game. Like Liverpool historically have come back from such games that, you know, where they're three down or four down. Like a few years ago against Barcelona, they came back from a 4 or 5-0 uh, deficit. So... Very curious to see what, what Jordan Club was telling his players. I'm also very curious to talk about to any Liverpool fans to see how they feel about Jordan Club because it was a 3-0 and you did not do anything. And it felt like Liverpool came out, came out playing like they knew they weren't going to win. Like that was 100% how it felt. Uh, their midfield was just non-existent. It was, it was crazy. I talk a lot of shit about Kroos and Mojic playing together, how... That's uh, not competitive for like high level, uh, you know, competition. But Kroos and Modric, probably the easiest game they've played this whole season. So that just tells you the the kind of uh, you know the the kind of game tactically that Jurgen Klopp um, uh, laid out. I felt like he didn't believe that he was going to win the game, and therefore he laid out the game in such in a, in, in that manner. So. Uh, so yeah, let's start with the starting lineup with uh, Real Madrid. We had uh, in the midfield, like I alluded, it was Kroos and Modric and Camavinga, which I was surprised to see Camavinga because I really thought Schramini was going to get the nod, but um, Ancelotti is being very loyal to Camavinga, being able to you know use him, and he knows Camavinga has had to sacrifice a lot of his game, playing the left back a lot. So, and he's been doing uh, you know he's been playing pretty well in that position as. As a defensive pivot, even though he's been having a lot of mistakes, probably the past four games in a row, he's had a mistake that leads to a goal or almost is a goal. So, um, you know, I like Camavinga. Like I said, uh, like I said earlier in, in in other videos, Camavinga is like 
going to be a generational player, 100%. Uh, I love that player. He's like a combination of like Zidane and like Makelele and uh, Clarence Seedorf. Like to me, Kamavinga is the next big thing, if not already the big thing. And then on defense, we had Carvajal, Rudiger, Militao, and Nacho. And honestly, the only way Liverpool were ever going to make some sort of threat on us, it was through the wings, especially with Mo Salah. And I'm glad Ancelotti went with Nacho because Nacho is uh, deserving to be a starter. And uh, as a left back, he's exactly what we need for this type of game. If you have one of the best players uh, that you're playing against and he, and he plays on that wing, you want a player who's uh, more reliable on a defensive side than a, and then an attacking side. So that worked out perfectly. Uh, Militao always, you know, playing like like the superstar he is. And then Rudiger, slowly but surely, he's you know he's becoming a top top center back. Uh, something that you know it wasn't it wasn't really. Uh, being shown in the beginning of the season where a lot of people were doubting Rudiger. They were saying, you know, he's he's just a clumsy, all-aggressive uh, physical player. But actually, I think Rudiger is, you know, very uh, smart, calculated. Um, he's he's had a, you know, he, he cut a lot of uh, counterattacks from Liverpool. So I think Rudiger is slowly but surely coming into his own. And then in, in the attack, we had Benzema, uh, who didn't play last game in La Liga because he was uh, resting due to an ankle discomfort. And then we had... Uh, up top with Valverde and uh, Vinicius Jr. So the game started off very intense from Real Madrid. Uh, Ancelotti alluded that we we're going to be playing open attacking football. And uh, surprisingly, that's what we saw from Real Madrid in the beginning. Uh, I thought they were going to be more defensive and kind of just wait for Liverpool to attack. But uh, right from the first second of the game, Real Madrid just took the game on them. They were fearless. And uh, they were they were like just... Fearless, ruthless, they smelled blood in the water, and then they went for Liverpool's throw. It's a surprise, it's a miracle that we didn't score like five goals because uh, Allison had a couple good saves, and then we were just shooting like like crazy. So uh, I think that happened because Liverpool's midfield, like I said earlier, is literally non-existent. They, were, they weren't pressuring our midfield. You could see every time uh, Liverpool were trying to play out from the back or trying to do a counter, it was either long balls straight from defense to, to, the, to their forward line, or once the defender had the ball like Van Dijk, you saw literally like a gap, a gap in the, in the midfield where there was no Liverpool player to be found. They were playing with Fabinho, uh, Milner, who, was, uh, who should honestly retire. Um, and then Fabinho is a shadow of, of the player he once was. And then they had Gagpo as like a number 10 role trying to link up uh, the, the forward line and, um, and the whole team, basically. But Gagpo, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what, what people see in him. I don't know what uh, Liverpool saw in him. I thought they, I, thought, I think Gagpo was, uh, it's kind of a bluff. Uh, the first leg and the second leg, he just, he's just soft. Like he just, you look at him and you're like, bro, you play with no energy. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of, um, Marco Asensio, kind of when he comes in, especially last season. But there's not a lot of negative things to say from Real Madrid's side. Obviously, uh, they had no tension as well because they were, you know, 3-0 lead. And then they were just kind of attacking because Liverpool was letting them. And then if they were just, you know, playing open football, they were kind of relaxed. And then that's not, that's, not, that's not their fault. I mean, Liverpool, it was on Liverpool to show that they wanted to come back, that they could come back, but they never did. So Real Madrid just played their game. You know, we were we were very comfortably, you know, playing under half. We were playing counterattacks. We varied it up. Valverde had a very solid game. Camavinga as well. He also hit the post, which uh, if he would have scored that goal, man, I mean, 
it would have been, you know, just turn off the lights, everybody go home. So uh, second half came in. And then the only negative thing I will say about Real Madrid is that Ancelotti did not make subs uh, early enough. I mean, I thought he should have made just five subs from the get-go, like a minute 60. But uh, the thing, the first sub came in right after Benzema scored a goal, who, who, which also um, he got injured um, in that process, which was like a minute 77, and then, and then the subs came in. So um, I th maybe, he did, maybe Ancelotti didn't want to make the five subs out of respect for Jurgen Klopp. I don't know, but I thought uh, there was... Probably 30 minutes too much of, you know, players like uh, Benzema, Modric, Kroos, who should have definitely gone out earlier because we have a Clásico coming up this weekend. So that's the only negative thing that, that, that I need to say about Real Madrid. I mean, really, that's just being nitpicky. I mean, this is a day where we should all celebrate. All Madridistas should, you know, sing along and, you know, by the fireplace and sing songs about, you know, the championships and all that. But, um, yeah. It is a very good day for us. We are through to the quarterfinals. The team is looking good. The team is looking competitive. I would say this game is a, is a tricky game to analyze because I don't think it measures really Real Madrid uh, where they are in a competitive level against big teams. Uh, the only, the only um, opponent that we faced that it's been like a real test was uh, Barcelona in the, in the Super Cup final when they were at full strength. And then, you know, obviously we did not perform there. So other than that, we haven't really had a very good opponent. I think nobody in La Liga is giving us um, a run for our money. I mean, obviously we had games where we lost and tied. But I mean, on a on a head-to-head, -head, like, you know, fighting for your life type of game. We haven't seen that. Atletico Madrid, you know, they're, a, they're kind of a poor team right now. And then um, and then in the, in the group stages in the Champions League, we also didn't have any any real threat. We had Leipzig, which was kind of a threat, but then yesterday they got they got um, just destroyed by Man City. So obviously that's not a real threat. So uh, well, onto 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 the next round, and uh, hopefully we avoid teams like uh, Man City or Bayern or even Napoli, and we get a you know an, an easy team, build some confidence. I think the team is not at its full potential yet, because. Um, Honestly, we're still waiting on uh, Benzema to hit his full stride, even though he scored today. Uh, like I said, it's a very tricky game. It's kind of like a, it's a bit of, of, a, of an illusion, per se, of a game that, that really doesn't show what Real Madrid is capable of right at this second. So uh, hopefully we get an easy team, like, uh, well, easy, in air quotes, like a Benfica or Inter, uh, something, something along those lines, and then we're able to uh, move up that way. Uh, players that came in also, Ceballos, I did quite well. He had a very good pass at the end of the game where I think it was Lucas Vasquez, um, you know, squared it back to Rodrigo when it was almost a penalty, but it was looked at by Barr. It was not a penalty. And then Chouamini came in. Then he touched the ball once or twice. We also saw a few cameos from Rodrigo and Asensio. Nothing much happened with them. It was in, the game was already over. It was uh, the last uh, five minutes of the game, basically, when they came in. And then that was it for today's game. Obviously, Liverpool, uh, a very poor season so far. I don't know what... I really want to hear what the fans are going to be talking about. I'm probably going to tune in to Sky Sports' YouTube channel and see what they, what they talk about. And then, you know, Real Madrid, Clásico, uh, key game. And then uh, Champions League draw. I don't know when that is. That might be on Monday or this weekend, probably on Monday. Or maybe it's tomorrow or Friday. I don't know. Well, uh, we'll find out soon enough. So thank you guys for tuning into this video. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe, hit the comments. And then if you don't want to look at me, but you do want to listen to me in future podcasts, just 
uh, go to this go to the description down below we have Spotify and Apple Podcasts. just subscribe there follow me on there I upload all these uh, videos also on podcast form so uh, see you guys in the next video take care a la Madrid